Welcome to Earn More Tutoring. Our mission is to eradicate educator poverty by teaching valuable entrepreneurship and money mindset skills so educators can live healthy, wealthy, and joyful lives. I'm Sean McCormick, a former public school special educator and founder of Executive Function Specialist, plus an online course creator. Today's episode, I'm going to be giving you my five top tips on finding speaking and podcast opportunities. So I was recently asked, how do you get more speaking opportunities or on podcasts? And I wanted to talk to you about how you can do this to grow your business, earn more tutoring, and establish expertise in your field. So speaking opportunities, getting on podcasts are one of the best ways to quickly grow your business, to attract more clients, and to show that you're an expert. So here are my top five tips for doing that. Tip number one is you want to identify what it is that people come to you over and over for. So if you find yourself helping people with the same challenge over and over, you want to distill that challenge into a few key questions or bullet points. What is it that people ask you for help with? Now, for me, I identified that one of the things I was helping kids with over and over was learning how to effectively email their teachers to reach their goals. So when I saw that that was the struggle, that kids didn't know how to advocate for themselves, I turned it into a model, the process into a model so that they could effectively communicate with their teachers. So step two is take whatever challenge that you've identified that you get asked about over and over and turn it into a model. Now, what is a model? A model can be an acronym. It can be a step-by-step process. It can be any way you explain something that's challenging to understand. So the model I came up with for helping kids to understand how to advocate for themselves was the PING model. And the PING model stands for P, start with a pleasant introduction. I, inquire about what you want. N, negotiate it. And G, end with gratitude. So when kids learn how to send an email that's like, hey, I hope you're doing well. Um, I noticed my grade is a B in your class, and I want to raise it to an an A. Um, am I am I able to do X, Y, and Z in order to earn the A? Thank you for your guidance. When they go through each of those steps, they ultimately get better grades. They have better relationships with their teachers. So that was a really effective model that I developed, but it was based on the actual work I was doing over and over. So when you know the challenges of your clients, and then when you can break that down into a step-by-step process by using some type of model, those are two great ways to get clear on what it is you could present at a national conference, on a podcast, something of that nature. Now, the third step is that once you have that model based on the actual pain points of your clients, then you want to share that that model widely and get feedback, create engagement around it, answer people's questions, deepen the model, right? So once I created that ping methodology, I wrote it up into a blog article, breaking it down step by step. And then I shared it on LinkedIn, I shared it on Facebook, I shared it on the webinars that I did when people wanted to sign up for my services. I shared it widely to get get people's feedback on it, to get their questions, and I also trained my team members on it. So by bringing that to the table, I started to spread that model more widely, and I started to establish expertise because I was the creator, I am the creator of that model. So when you can do that, when you can take a challenge create a model on how to support it, and then share it widely and create engagement around it. Now you've you've established expertise in something, and you can take that expertise and you can bring it to a national conference or a podcast to say, hey, look, check out this article I wrote. It's got over 200 views. It's got 20 comments on it. I've been teaching it in here, there, and everywhere, and I'd love to share this with your audience. So the next step 
is, is number four. And that's find the podcasts or the conferences that would be most beneficial for the audience of those, those podcasts to learn about your model. So you want to think about, okay, if you're helping people with this particular challenge, where do they hang out? Now, I help students, right? But their parents listen to podcasts, right? Their parents also attend conferences like TFOS or AET. So when you identify where the people who would support your services hang out, and you bring your model to them and you say, hey, here's a way I can help your child or here's a methodology that's going to help your child, they're going to enjoy listening to that. So you want to identify where your dream clients are hanging out and then how you can bring that to them. Now, with a conference, it's easy because you just go to their website, you apply for it. I mean, obviously, there's little things you can do. For example, I joined in the past, I joined um, volunteer committees at conferences in order to learn about what was attractive in terms of what to pitch for my presentation or not. So that's one thing you can do is just get more involved in the process of conference presentations and applying for them. There's plenty of conferences that you can apply to. There's If you're an educational therapist, there's AET. You know, there's the ASHA conferences. There's Teachers Matter Summit. There's the ADHD Village Conference. There's so many conferences out there looking for enthusiastic speakers. So you just have to connect with them and pitch your presentation. But if you're trying to get on podcasts, it's a little bit different. So with podcasts, you want to identify who it is that's the gatekeeper or the host, and you want to find a way to contact them. So you might have to look on LinkedIn or shout them out on Twitter or find a way to connect with them. And then once you get their email, you want to send something describing what you're going to add, what value you're, you're going to bring to their show. So for example, you might want to say something like, Hi, my name's Sean. Um, I'm an executive function coach, and I'd like to share with, with your audience something that I've designed, which is the PING methodology. So this methodology does X, Y, and Z, and it helps students overcome this so that they can advocate to their, their teachers and get better grades, right? So you kind of describe your value add, and then you say, check out this article below. It's got over 200 views and X amount of comments. Um, and it's been really popular. I'd love for you to check it out so we could talk about it on your podcast. So show them that there's some engagement around what it is that you want to bring to the table. And when you do that, you've got a better chance of getting in front of their audience. Now, the key is you just got to get on one podcast. Because once you get on one podcast, then you can use that as your kind of I guess you could say your stepping stone to getting on other podcasts. So when you get on one, you could say, hey, I was recently featured in this podcast. We talked about this. You know, it was really popular based on this article I wrote. I'd love to come on your podcast and talk about it. Can we discuss? Right? So you, you use your previous accolades, your previous opportunities to show people that you're a part of the community, that you've built engagement around something that you're an expert on. And then you can use that as an opportunity to be featured on more podcasts. So those are my top tips for getting featured on podcasts or pitching yourself to national conference. If you want to check out a free module from my course, how to attract executive function coaching clients, where I provide a free workbook on how to reach out and pitch yourself to podcasts, click on the link below. Please leave a rating review, crush that subscribe button, and I'll see you soon.